All right, we're back with another episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Zoner. And I'm Colin. And here we are. We're we're doing something a little different this week. We are in Colin's office. Because, you like, know, why not? It's fancy. Like the office occasion. office, like not your work office. My personal like office. Your personal office. I mean, I pretty much use it for work. But, but there's like, a, what is that? Like a 40-inch TV on the wall? 45-inch TV? It's a 40 Two inch, thank you very much. Oh, I was close. Quite special. I was close. There's toys on the shelf. It was an extra TV. I was like, hey, let's throw it up in my office. It's kind of nice because it's a nice monitor that you can use. And, you know, you you got a pretty sweet. Occasionally watch shows while I work. It's great. Hey, don't we all? I can't tell you of how many uh, late night work nights I've had that I just toss up on a Netflix series that I haven't seen and just let it play and <laughs> see how far I can get through. Usually I'll finish half the series. <laughs> you know, speaking of late night work sessions, I was working last night, had my laptop sitting with me while I was in bed. I was working and I was, I was remoted into a customer's system and I kid you not, I straight up like fell asleep. I was watching the Tonight Show, and I didn't realize I fell asleep, and I I was still working. I I had to go back and double check my work, but oh, I geez. I still accomplished work, and I was asleep. Look at you go! I I've noticed lately, and I probably shouldn't admit this. There have been multiple podcast episodes that have been edited in my sleep, <laughs> and now I'm actually doing like customer work in my sleep oh, dear. and one of these days this could come back to bite me hard i don't know i think it's all about proficiency my friend proficiency or efficiency all the above <laughs> i'm just good at what i do yeah why not i can just do it in my sleep yeah <laughs> well thank you i think i'm just dang lucky is what it is <laughs> so but yeah I, th- I think i had to have been asleep for at least 10 minutes because all of a sudden jimmy fallon was talking and when i fell asleep Jimmy Fallon wasn't even on the screen. <laughs> he disappeared. He, he, he oh, was just geez. there. And I'm like, hey, how did Jimmy Fallon get here? But yeah, it, it was crazy. It was crazy. So I didn't see any feedback come in, but we did get a lot of stuff on social media. So thank you guys. I appreciate it. If you do have any thoughts you'd like to send to us, uh, send them to feedback at soulandroids.com. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, what do you think about the new show format? I, I've heard a couple things from people that they like it. Uh, they like the fact that we're kind of mixing it up and, and covering the geek stuff and the tech stuff. Uh, but what do you think? You know, we care about your opinion. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, Disney Plus, shall we? So Disney, uh, as everyone knows, is creating Disney Plus, their own streaming platform, which is uh, rivaling against Netflix and Hulu, and they are creating their own slew of shows uh, and films. And so we've got some remakes that they're doing. Um, For instance, they're remaking Lady and the Tramp, which I don't know if that really needs a remake. But You know, I don't know how I feel about Disney with all their remakes. They just dropped the trailer for The Lion Lion King. King. And I'll tell you, The Lion King is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love The Lion King. It may have something to do with the fact that I lived in Africa. It may have something to do with the fact that I absolutely love animals. 
I do stupid stuff around animals. I love them so much. But with Lion King, I just... It's unnecessary, but they're making these these movies, and it's just... I kind of see it as a cash grab. Well, and they don't need to be live and, like, live action. like. Well, and it's CGI, so it's really not live action. No. If they got real lions to do it, that would be impressive. I... I think that would go against a lot of <laughs> movie policies and like animal rights. Could you imagine how pissed off PETA would be? I would be so pissed. I man. would support that movie 150% just knowing how angry PETA would be. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I really probably shouldn't be saying that out loud. But. I mean, like, watching Mufasa die, like. Do you really need to see that in live action? Well, a stunt double. They, they'd get a stunt, <laughs> stunt double. double. They'd get a stunt double. Perfect. A guy dressed up in a lion suit. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. Yeah, I love it. That's how they that's would. Great. That, that's how they would do. Because you know, animals can't have their own stunt doubles. You have to have a human. Yeah, because you know, double. humans aren't worth as much. But you stop and think about it. Are you? Are we really ready to watch Mufasa die in HD? Think about that right there. Apparently, we are. Uh, have we have we sunk that low as a society? Do you think that Disney's going to change it? Are they going to change how he dies? I hope not. If they do, I'm going to be pissed. Not because I'm but, a bloodthirsty. But in this day and age where everything's so much more sensitive, do you think that they would take the safe approach? I hope not. You or know, would they I'm stay not, true? I'm not a bloodthirsty monster, but, you know, I am... You know, some people say I'm probably a monster, but, you know, I'm not bloodthirsty. I don't want to see, you know, a terrible death, but it's an important scene in the movie. Yeah. And I don't want them to change it for the sake of being politically correct. And, you know, I I see these live action movies as, as just kind of a cash grab. Now, that being said, if they do it well, you know, I'm all for it. Let's let's do the Lion King. Let's give us another version of it, and I'll be there supporting it if it's good. Dumbo was not good from all accounts. I unfortunately wasn't able to attend the press screening for it, so I missed out. But from what I've heard, it just was not a very good movie, and I didn't expect that it would be when I found out it was Tim Burton that yeah. was doing it. But you know, they're doing all these different projects, and now they're doing Lady and the Tramp. But they're doing it on Disney Plus. They're not doing a theatrical release. Did they learn their lesson with Dumbo? Is that why it's Disney Plus? That that's an interesting thought right there. Um, But of course, uh, Bob Iger, the Disney CEO, said that that was always intended for the streaming service. And so I guess I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll just see. But they're also working on a live action uh, live action version of Sword in the Stone. But then they're also working on a bunch of different originals, uh, including a bunch of a bunch of uh, Star Wars stuff. We've talked about the Star Wars things uh, over now, the years. One of their original films is called Star Wars Star Girl, which is oh, you don't want to talk about a, Star on a, Wars on yet, a book? Huh? No, not yet. Oh, because geez. I want to talk about why the heck is Grace Vanderwall starring in a film? Who's, I don't even know who Grace Vanderwall is. Is that uh, she was on America's Got Talent? She played 
the ukulele. And while she was phenomenal at it, I don't see her as like an actress. Type. Okay, so that so is that confuses me. So that is a good question then. Why is she starring in a film? <laughs> I don't know. And maybe she started starting other films that I haven't seen yet. Um, but as far as I'm aware, I have not seen anything like that. But maybe IMDb can you know prove me wrong. Let's let's go to the internet and see. Uh, all right, so. She was in. She has one actress credit, and that's for Stargirl. She did the soundtrack for Wonder Park. She did the soundtrack for Next Gen and The Fosters. So this is her first film. I mean, everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see. It just it just kind of threw me off that she would be in that film. I don't know. But that makes that kind of makes sense though that she you know she can sing and she's got musical talent. She's, I mean, that right there is kind of the Disney Channel model. True. So that kind of does make sense then. All right, we can talk Star Wars. Okay, let's talk (laughs) Star Wars. So they're bringing in the Mandalorian, which which we've heard a lot about already. Yeah, that one's not a big surprise. That one I'm actually pretty excited for because Mandalorians are freaking awesome. Yeah, and I'm actually excited that it is a couple of years after Return of the Jedi. I feel like we haven't really gotten anything after that time frame and so it's nice to actually fill that in a little bit more well how, well, many, how many years are well, we have but it was all done I, away with you know ryan johnson so <laughs> well how how many years are there between between episodes um well between return of the jedi and uh the force awakens i mean we're looking at what 20 20 years at least 30, 34 years 34 years yep and really that's that's where i want to know what happened like there's a lot that how, happened there how did luke become the way he is is what i want to know but of course we're probably not going to get into any of that anytime soon i i doubt they will ever pick up that storyline and i would Disney's really love pretty them. done with the skywalker anything skywalker I, and I would imagine at some point we may get it in in books or in, well, books most likely, possibly a comic. But I just want to know what books are actually canon. And they can't seem to give that to me, so. It's pretty much everything that they're coming out with now, isn't it? Yeah. But what previous books? Oh, that's all, that's all trash. Yeah. Uh, none of that's canon. That's all legacy stuff. Freaking Lucasfilm. <laughs> all right, yeah. whatever. Yeah, that's all. That's all made up fantasies now. That's that's campfire stories that the Ewoks tell. Well, we're also going to be getting the Clone Wars coming up, uh, which I am very excited for. Um, uh, extending into that animated series, I love that animated series. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, and that's so, that's going to be a continuation. That's what season six or season seven? I think it's season seven. Yeah, that's going to be a continuation of the of the Cartoon Network series. So if you were a fan of that, then you've got that to look forward to. I was kind of bummed with that because it started off a little bit slow. I actually won tickets to see the movie. And I remember being very... The movie was horrible. I remember being very angry as I watched that because it was not Star Wars to me. 
I kind of had to forget. I remember getting up and leaving during the film. That's one of the only films that I've ever left. Is it really? Uh-huh. It was I've only ever left two films. It was I, I had to kind of forget everything that I know about Star Wars in order to be able to even tolerate it. Yeah. And for the longest time, I had a tough time watching the series. But then I I kind of just adopted the the mindset that if I forget everything that I know about Star Wars, it's fun. And it actually got to be really good. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed it. The longer the series went on, the better it became. And by the time it ended, I was very sad to see it end. And then it ended and I was kind of surprised because it didn't feel like it should be over. It just kind of ended. No, and I remember, kind of spoiler alert, kind of not, but I remember one of the, the final episodes, Yoda Yoda's on a Sith planet um, and he's fighting off a lot of these these spirits because he's trying to be able to communicate with, I think it was Qui-Gon Jinn um, from the afterlife and he has to basically inherit um, that power. And so he battled all of these like previous Sith or, or these weird creatures and of darkness. And it was just an okay episode. Like I wasn't really into it. I was kind of watching it kind of not. Um, and it just, and then two episodes later, I think it was, it's done. Yeah. Or maybe that was the last episode. Yeah. It just, it felt incomplete. Yeah. And that all happened during the Disney acquisition. Yeah. So as soon as they were acquired, they canceled the show. Yeah. Which they've gotten a lot of like mass fan feedback that that should never have happened. And now it's being brought back. So that's, that's great. Uh, I mean, it's amazing to see what fans can do. Um, people did it with Chuck. They brought Chuck back for what three, four more seasons. Yeah, they did it. it with, they did it with um, Firefly in terms of they got a movie. Yeah. Uh, as far as Community goes, they were able to keep that going for a few years. Uh, Jericho got a shortened second season that was still never done properly stupid cbs let's talk some good news though yeah uh so marvel's getting a couple shorts which is sweet uh we're gonna be getting a loki series uh which will uh star tom hiddleston which holy crap like it's it's weird to actually see those characters actually coming onto a streaming service versus the big screen. The big screen. Now I wonder if these are spoilers to some extent by them announcing these. Are these spoilers for Endgame? Uh, is this an indication that they're going to be brought back? Or no, because it could be talking about Loki's history. It could be, but. You know, I think a lot of people are immediately going to assume that, oh, this is going to be Loki's adventures after. But that's not necessarily the case. We don't know much about it other than there's going to be a series about Loki. Now, the next two um, do kind of lead me to think along the lines of maybe he's alive because we're getting a Hawkeye, but we're getting it... Uh, as Kate Bishop instead of Jeremy Renner. 
And so Kate Bishop um, is actually Lady Hawkeye um, in the comics. And so we'll be getting that. That's his protege. Um, yeah, I guess the series is going to serve as a jumping off point for Jeremy Renner. So he'll be there and then he'll jump out of the series and hand it off to to Kate Bishop. So, so Hawkeye will be there. Uh, Clint Barton will be there and then Clint Barton will not be there. Maybe he gets snapped away and that's how that goes. Yeah, maybe. Although he's in the trailers for the new movie, so we know he wasn't a victim of the snap. So that's not really a a spoiler. And then we've got Vision and Scarlet Witch because apparently we just really need to know more about their love, which really caught me off guard in the movie. But see, if you're a comic reader, which you're not, no, but if you're if you're a fan of the comics, that's a kind of a big deal. Yeah, but as someone who's not, and they go from Civil War, where Vision capture like is holding her hostage under Tony's <laughs> Stockholm syndrome, freaking, man. Yeah, well, like <laughs> then freaking Hawkeye has to come and like bust her out. Yeah, but all of a sudden. In freaking Avengers Infinity War. Here they are. They're they're making out. And like. She's feeling into his stone. <laughs> it was rock hard. <laughs> yep. I said it. I said it. But yeah. Like. It's just weird to me. Uh, but both actors are. Uh, expected to reprise their roles. Yeah, Paul Bettany we'll and Elizabeth Olsen. And Paul Bettany's going to be at FanX. Should we ask oh, him yeah? questions? See what see what info he'll give up? He won't give us anything. He'll say, I'm dead. <laughs> right? He'll be like, I'm dead. Kind of like, kind of like um dude who plays Black Panther. They kept asking him, did you see that video? Uh-uh. He was on the red carpet and somebody kept asking him questions about Endgame. He said, my character's dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> that was all he said. Oh gosh, it awesome. was awesome. He wasn't giving up anything. Now, if they had asked Tom Holland, dude would be like just spilling his guts about everything. That's yeah. that's why they only gave him his lines. He didn't even know who he was acting opposite. <laughs> like, dude can't keep a secret to save his life. Um, and then we're going to be getting uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. We don't really have too much information on that one. Yeah, that one kind of kind of surprises me a little bit. Because, you know, I don't really see... I mean, I see Captain America and Falcon team up. I see, you know, maybe even Winter Soldier and Captain America team up. I don't really see Falcon and Winter Soldier team up, but... I don't know. Um... It depends on if Captain America resigns. Yeah. If he survives in this film, then yeah, I don't see a reason. But if he passes on the torch, then yeah, I could see a reason why. Regardless, though, I find it interesting that Marvel is is launching all those new shows, which, I mean, that's cool. I'm hoping, though, that they bring some other shows back. Uh, I'd like to see the Netflix shows brought back. Yeah, I agree. I would love to see Daredevil, Jessica Jones. Um, I could live without Iron Fist. 
but the ending of Iron Fist did slightly intrigue me, but not really. Just because Iron Fist is so corny to begin with that it's it's not really my jam. You know, I liked season two of Iron Fist much more than season one. Definitely. I Luke Cage I think people just signed it off after season one and just didn't want to see it. Though. Yeah, I, I season one I thought was okay. Season two I thought was pretty good. Uh, Luke Cage, I enjoyed, but I'm not really into it. I enjoyed Jessica Jones, but Daredevil and Punisher, holy crap, I could watch those all day long. Yeah. I loved both of those series, especially, well, I don't even know if I could choose which one, but I mean, I, I've got a special spot in my heart for Daredevil. Um, while we're talking Marvel, let's talk some Avengers Endgame. I, I've got some beef with people, and I don't know who these people are. <laughs> but apparently, there's a lot of concern over the fact that Endgame is over three hours long. It's three hours and two minutes long. That's the official runtime. Which is about as long as some of the Lord of the Rings movies were. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, still, three hours isn't that long. No. I mean, you get to work at 8 o'clock, you take lunch at noon, that's four hours. You sit at your desk, you might take a a 10-minute break somewhere along the line there. 10, 15-minute break. Um, I don't because I'm just slammed at work, but three hours is not a huge amount of time yeah. for an adult to sit still. You're adults. But we've got all these people who are like, we need an intermission in, in between the the film. Like, why would you want that? That like, that completely offsets it take, how you're feeling in the film. It takes you out of the flow of the movie. It a, a, a movie is really good. If it can cause you to suspend disbelief. If it can take you out of reality, it's doing its job. Which in Avengers Infinity War, I had no like will to leave because there was so much going on. Exactly. Things were happening so quickly. Exactly. The only like slow pace was when Guardians and Galaxy and Thor showed up. Yeah. Besides that, like, there's no need. Like, stay for the freaking film. Be a true fan. If you gotta leave, cool. You're gonna miss a lot. But my my question is, okay, first of all, who can't hold their bladder for three hours? My grandma. But she's like what? Pregnant women. Pregnant women have an excuse. They got a- Women they, with a small bladder. They have like- babies, I'm sure there's guys with a small bladder. Babies like pushing on their bladder. So, I mean, they got excuses. Old people are old. But, you know, if you're- Short people. <laughs> short people. Yeah. Because they're closer to the Small ground, bladders. so gravity is like pulling yep, their pulling bladder it, closer. Pulling it quick, man. <laughs> it's science. People look it up. Probably, probably that's that's what Bill Nye would probably say. But you know, if you can't hold your bladder for three hours, dude, don't drink before you go into the movie. You do you get up in the middle of the night like every two hours and pee because. If you do, that ain't right. You need sleep. You need to sleep. You're probably cranky if you're getting up every two hours. I know I'm cranky, but I only sleep for like two hours. So there's that. 
But seriously, who are these people who are making such a big deal over this? Is this just made up by the media? If you're one of these people that's overly concerned that you can't sit through a movie that's three hours and two minutes long, I want to know who you are and I want your justification why. I, I won't read your name on the air if you don't want me to. And I won't make fun of you if you give me a valid reason. But I seriously <laughs> want i seriously want to know who these people are. Uh, send us your info. Send us your excuse. Send us send us why. Feedback at StolenDrays.com. I want to know why this is such a big deal for people. Well, let's talk tech. Let's do it. I'm getting so, angry. My blood pressure is going <laughs> uh, YouTube TV uh, announced that they are bringing up their monthly subscription cost to $50 a month now. 50 Like five zero. Five zero. The most expensive streaming service there is right now. Uh, they are adding an additional eight Discovery Channels. So you will be getting Discovery Channel, HGTV, Food Network, TLC, and uh, Investigation Discovery, Animal Planet, Travel Channel, and Motor Trend. What What's their current rate? What's their current cost? Uh, I think it it's around... 35? 35? I remember looking into this and thinking, man, that's a lot for what they offer. I actually really enjoy the solution. My grandma also pays for it, so I don't have to, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's actually not showing me the price. You have to sign up for... For the new price. Right oh, away. that's brutal. So the new price is in effect now. $49.99 a month. Cancel any time. They will not start offering those channels until March 13th. March 13th? Yeah. Oh, yeah, $35. So March 13th, so next year. Yep. So you paid... Oh, no. Sorry, May 13th. Oh, May 13th. I lied. Okay. So May thirteenth it'll okay, come out. Okay, so that's in, that's in a month. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not too bad. That'll be interesting. Um, not not sure that the that it's really worth fifty dollars at that point. They do have some of the most channels out of a lot of the other services. I used to use Hulu quite often, and I ended up canceling Hulu because YouTube TV had everything I needed. Um, and it just didn't make sense to pay for that service when adding live um, to Hulu was pretty much around $50. So it's weird that now YouTube is jumping up to that price, but I still feel like their solution is a lot better than Hulu. Do they have ads in there? I haven't I haven't used the yeah, YouTube solution. I, I've got Hulu, but... I mean, they all really have ads. Everything that I was watching on Hulu, even though I was paying for the ad-free version, still had ads. Because there were certain ones that they negotiated in their contract when signing with Hulu that they required ads still. Oh, that's dirty. they were still pushing their own ads. That's dirty. Yeah. You pay it for ad-free, but yet they still... No, oh, that's dirty. They get you. That's... uh. Those are good friends over at, uh, you know, Google. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm interested how many people are going to actually drop their subscriptions to YouTube with that. I mean, that's a $15 price hike. Yeah, it's that's, huge. That's that's a big jump. 
when you go from... Especially if you're still paying for Netflix. Yep. You're still paying for, like, HBO, because a lot of people are watching Game of Thrones now. Yep. Um, CBS All Access. Yep. People are paying for for Star Trek. And then whatever else you're paying for. Like, it's insane how much... Well, you know, I find it interesting. So many people were complaining that they were paying 150 200 bucks a month for cable. And so they cut the cable yeah. and they started going with these streaming services. And I mean, it goes back to our, our discussion the other week uh, regarding Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Where their platform is, oh, cool, we have everything under our roof, but you have to pay for all their individual subscriptions on top of paying for our subscription. Yeah. How does that make sense? That Yeah, exactly. It makes no sense at all to me. Yeah. Yet people are still going to do it, which confuses the crap out of yeah. me. I, I don't get that. But it's interesting because people are now paying just as much for their streaming services after having cut the cable as they were for their cable. Yep. Uh, where's the advantage? They were, And it's only going to get worse because... All these other companies are coming out with their own streaming services. DC Universe has their own. Yep. Disney Plus coming out. Yeah. Once September or once November hits, when DC or when Disney comes out with Disney Plus, just in time for Christmas, mm-hmm. you know everybody's going to be jumping on that one. Yep. And yep, it's going to be it's going to be popular. It'll be interesting to see because, I mean, Netflix is going to probably lose all their Disney content. I think that's already been confirmed for like two years. Yeah, oh, I over time, I think it's all going to just slowly fade away. But, I mean, you're not just Disney. You're looking at anything that's on ABC. You're looking Fox. at Fox. I mean, there's a lot of content that's yeah. going to go away from Netflix. Especially that geek content that everyone loves so much. Yep, it doesn't make sense to keep Netflix. Let's talk about some good news, though. Uh, If you are a Google Drive user uh, and you were using things like Docs, Sheets, and Slides, uh, but you're also a Microsoft user who utilizes Word, Excel, and PowerPoint, Google is going to start supporting Microsoft Documents. So you can actually go in and live update those documents without having it converted into a Google format which has been probably one of the biggest pains in my butt of my entire IT career because people will go and they'll be like, why can't I open this document? Or, hey, I'm trying to to edit this, but I don't have Microsoft Office. So now you don't have to give people Microsoft licensed offices if you're on G Suite. Yeah. Because who cares if they've got this other file because you can still go in and edit it just the same. This is such big news uh, if Google, you know, my concern a lot of times once you start editing stuff, and I've seen this a lot with with editing things in in Google Docs, formatting gets gets weird. Formatting gets wonky. If they can keep the formatting intact, so it doesn't it doesn't go go strange on you, then they've got a freaking winner here. Yeah. And they're going to make a ton of money and a ton of people happy with this this, this concept. Totally. Uh, this feature is now available on G Suite. If you are a, uh, a consumer um, and you just have a personal account, 
then this feature is not available until later this month. But still, you're getting it within the next month. Um, they also did announce um, that Dropbox uh, will be getting some collaboration as well, uh, where you can actually edit your Google Docs sheets and slides through Dropbox for Business, which, again, is another huge win. That is really cool. Let's talk about some crappy things, though. You know, my thought here as we were talking about that was how long until Google kills Google Google Docs or Google Slides or Google well, yeah, Sheets. Yeah, you were saying that the the average lifetime of a Google product is what four and a half years. Uh, four years, uh, four point one years is the average lifespan of a Google product, which we've seen from Google Allo. We've seen from. Uh, what was that one called? Uh, Google Wave. Uh, yeah, Google Wave. It's so f- uh, just Google talk. Just recently, Google has killed Inbox by Gmail, Google Plus, uh, the Google URL sh- uh, shortener, and Google Allo. That was just within the last month, last couple of weeks. Um, but the average product lifespan of a Google product uh, before it kills them is four point one years. Google has made 212 acquisitions and they have killed 151 products, which is kind of crazy. Um, That's kind of crazy. If you go to gcemetery.co, it literally shows 13 pages worth of failed Google products that have just tanked. Well, you know, I wouldn't necessarily say they failed. They're just stuff that Google has killed. Because Inbox, I think, was very successful. Uh, Google Reader, I think, was very successful. Google Plus? Uh, Not Google Plus. (laughs) Not Google Plus. Google Reader. You know, they... I'm still surprised that they killed off their URL shortener. I I actually am, too. I actually am, too. There's been some pretty good products that they've come out with, and they just keep keep killing them it it's amazing to me but you know you you think about that if they come out with a, a product and you know that within four years it's going to be dead what's the likelihood that you're actually going to adopt it especially in a corporate environment if they come out with a new messenger with you in an it position What's the likelihood you're going to roll that messenger out to your users? Congratulations. They just came out with Google Chat <laughs> within the last year. <laughs> I know. I know. They, they keep... And for the record, I have rolled it out to my users. Did you? Yeah. Because it's way better than Hangouts. Is it? The only sad part is it requires so many updates because it is such a new service uh-huh. that we're kind of forced into it. But our company doesn't necessarily want to pay for Slack yet. Okay. And so it's a good intermediate solution until we do jump onto a more robust enterprise solution. But I mean, it has similar features. It just doesn't have like a lot of the bots and a lot of the, the integrations that you can get with Slack. Okay. Um, but <laughs> apparently with Google Plus failing, uh, Google decided, well, we need something for our enterprise customers still. So they're releasing Google Currents again yeah i thought that google currents was a thing but yeah apparently you, it 
it was, but I don't I don't know. Yeah, it used to be a magazine app. Um, That's what it was. Yeah, and so it, it was, was kind of like Google Flipboard. Play newsstand. Uh huh. And so when newsstand was replaced with Google News, it just kind of washed. Um, so it's really weird to see them coming out with this solution because who uses like Google as as an internet or internet like it. It doesn't necessarily make sense because of how many data breaches they've had with Google+. Plus. So if it's even run off of some of the same code, I wouldn't want to touch any of that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a... And the way that they handled those data breaches with Google+. Plus, I mean, they didn't even let people know. They just yeah. kind of swept it under the rug and hoped nobody noticed, which yeah. is... That's shady. You don't do that crap. I, I really yeah. think the only reason they have Currents out is because they needed something to compete with Office 365 because uh-huh. of their, what was it, uh, Yammer. Uh-huh. Um, and so they've got to have something to compete with that. Otherwise, why even go with their solution? Because, yeah. you know, everyone needs a intranet like that. Yeah. I, I actually haven't really been with many companies that have utilized intranets for that. I think my company has their own i think we've got our own custom built thing i'm sure they built it on something but but yeah it's it's crazy um and while we're talking about data breaches and companies who like to sweep stuff under the rug yahoo you may remember uh when was it a couple years ago they had this giant data breach that affected three billion users accounts it was one of the biggest data breaches in history well, they have actually offered a settlement. This happened before Verizon purchased them. I think that it impacted the purchase price quite significantly for what Verizon ended up ultimately paying for them. But they have offered uh, a settlement. They they made one offer and the judge rejected it. They um, came back and they said, okay, well, we'll offer $117.5 million dollars. And that will go to pay for two years of credit monitoring to anybody involved in the lawsuit without any cap uh, as to the number of potential claimants at a cost of $24 million. And then administration costs of no more than $6 million, attorney's fees of $30 million, and expenses of $2.5 million, uh, service awards be- between seven. Thousand five hundred and two thousand five hundred per settlement class representative, and then uh, alternative compensation of a hundred dollars for those individuals who already have credit monitoring. So, yeah, you get up to a hundred bucks or two years of credit monitoring, which is probably from a company that they own and is not going to cost them anything because that's usually how it works. Um, Why are people still using Yahoo? I use it for spam. <laughs> I'm just confused. Like AOL and Yahoo have been the lowest in the in the email game for the longest time now. They've like, been irrelevant since the for, 90s. Yeah, they've been irrelevant for at least a decade, if not longer. AOL like longer. Ever, ever since they got rid of the AOL disc at, at Burger King, it's it's pretty much <laughs> <Burger> failed. <King. laughs> 
yeah, I remember going to Burger King as a kid. I'm just like, oh, cool. We got a new Frisbee. And it was literally an AOL disc that yep. we would throw around the yard. Yep. White that elephant gifts right there. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, man. I should have kept some of those. It's a great white elephant gift come Christmas time. I wonder if I can find some online for cheap. I actually got a internet yellow pages sent to me from AOL because nothing on the internet changes fast enough to where a paper book of URLs is obsolete within 12 minutes (laughs) and they charged me $88 for it. Oh my gosh. Dude, I bounced so many checks that month because I had no idea they were sending it to me. I was so pissed. I was so mad. I made so, him give me my money back. Maybe someday <laughs> Yahoo will, will learn their lesson. Hopefully after the Verizon acquisition back in 2017, they will actually do something with Yahoo that is meaningful and gives them a good revamp because even their website just screams help me. You know, I see I see Yahoo. I don't even I don't even think about AOL. I mean, that's how irrelevant they are. But as far as Yahoo goes, I mean, they're just they're just totally irrelevant to me. I don't even think about them. Like, unless I, I see... I think we get more site hits than they, than they do. <laughs> that could be. We definitely get more than AOL. AOL yeah. still... I mean, they, they still have a website. They're still like a thing. It just looks terrible. And also is... Powered by Yahoo Finance. <laughs> oh my goodness. For all of Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Wow. That is that is amazing. The AOL and Yahoo are still a still a thing. But yeah, they're they're both just totally irrelevant. But Yahoo is trying to buy their way out of a huge data breach. And speaking as someone who has been affected by like all the breaches. Yeah, Mr. Hack's Honor, have you been affected by this Yahoo breach? I, I was. <laughs> I was. I am freaking sick of these companies just throwing a year of credit monitoring because it does nothing. I get an email saying, oh, well, somebody looked at your credit. Yeah, it was me. Yeah, I've, I've been with companies that they have accidentally like sent your W-2s to someone or yeah. have... Um, sent in or sent some kind of personal information to, to someone and they don't do anything but give you a, a year of free monitoring it's like yeah why would you even do that like actually help me through this because now someone's gonna go and try to steal my taxes yeah and that's not what you want no it's like, it's I insane. Want that money back <laughs> it's it's straight up insane and I look at it I mean Office of Personnel from the U.S. government leaked my data. Not only my data, my family's data. It's insane. There's there's no repercussions for these people. Yeah. No repercussions. And $117 million for Yahoo, for Verizon, that's nothing. That is nothing. At least make them give everybody a free iPhone. I mean, they're the most expensive cellular provider out there. They are. And you know that that is severely marked up. Oh, big time. It's not because they're getting anything special. It's just because of Verizon's name. Yeah. And because they were one of the first big names out there. Yeah. Yeah. 
let's let's make them give everybody that was affected by that free phones and free service for the next 10 years. <laughs> I think 10 years may be a little, Dude, that'll, a little out there. <laughs> they'll never have a data breach again. Oh, man. They'll learn their lesson. <laughs> Speaking well, of learning lessons, uh, I don't think we're ever going to learn our own lessons, so I don't we think, might as well end the show. I think I think that's our show for this week. So, <laughs> so thanks for joining us. Uh, if you have any comments or thoughts you'd like to share, send them to us at feedback at soulandroids.com. If you have any tech questions, shoot us up. We'd love to uh, give you our feedback on new technology that's out there. If you guys have any computer questions, need some tech help, let us know. We'd love to help. We've we've definitely got the experience surrounding that did you just say shoot us up i think you said shoot us up please don't shoot us up i i don't think i i think you said shoot us up don't shoot us i did apologize yeah don't shoot us that would be bad send us an email um (laughs) love you hit us up hit (laughs) us up don't shoot us don't shoot us please but yeah and if you haven't already please subscribe to stone droids podcast uh wherever you listen to your podcasts at Also, please be sure to leave us a rating and a review so that others know what you think of the show. And you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stolen Droids. And for news between episodes, be sure to check out StolenDroids.com. Until next week, when we come back with a new episode, be good to each other. Hasta luego. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.